probably every attack, every violent action is probably one step closer to eliminating homophobia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this has gone well, off the, the rails of, of logic. I mean, foot, football is just a training mechanism <laughs> to get people used to seeing men hugging. American footballers are, I think, the least homophobic of the people in the country. Oh. For sure. That's yeah. why they're always on their knees. <laughs> That's why everyone's so mad when they won't kneel. Like, you have to respect the gays. Suck those dicks, you footballers. Everything's uh, football. Nothing is soccer. With all that tries to divide us, let's take solace in song. To rebuild the detritus Everything's great Nothing is wrong Hey Cricket! Hey Jeff! Welcome back to Everything's Great Nothing is Wrong <laughs> Burp count one <laughs> <laughs> The podcast where my co-host no longer burps on command Sorry, it was never on command Well, that's what you say But I think the numbers have shown your lies to be statistically statistically insincere (laughs) (laughs) last time i interrupted your sweet gay grasshopper story for a burpiversary but i did enjoy the burpiversary and the gift thank you it was very kind um i framed the empty um packaging uh on my wall so next time you come over you'll be able to see that cool i'm excited to, to witness the uh the machinations of years long torture device. So, uh, anyway, as our podcast does, we record people's conversations in secret, and this is one that you recorded sweetly for us, yes. for the rest of us. It's a sweet deal, yo. <laughs> um, so, what happened last time? The the uh, gay grasshopper is some. Um, we say gay because it's a central part of his story, I suppose. Yeah, he's uh, very happy. Yeah, and gay. And, and he was—he basically was like he had to straight marry someone because he was persecuted by the KKK in his town. Yeah, is that correct? That is so, also correct. Uh, and then I—I I, I think we're picking up somewhere, but I can't quite remember what happened. But I'm sure you listened to the two episodes ago. You—you you know what happened, yeah. Listener, everyone so. knows. It's Probably. obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, picking back up. Uh, let me know what you think when you hit play. Okay. I'll never forget this one boy. He would come in every morning and he would tackle me. And I... Tackle? Mm-hmm. Dated, like dated, dated. Yeah. I've only ever dated black guys. Yeah. And he was... He is like a beautiful black man. Yeah. Like beautiful, beautiful black man. Like perfectly fit. Okay. And he would just like wham tackle me every morning. <laughs> and like I even I did this speech in speech class and stuff that was basically like half the school after class are like, oh, thank you for coming out. And it's like I, I didn't really mean it that way, but it came across <gasps> that way. Oh my god. And you know, and he never picked up on a thing. And finally during finals, we were outside talking and this girl that was my friend, she's like, so how's things with you and the bow? And, of course, by this time I had already disappeared. But anyway, mm-hmm. how's things with you and the bow? And he was standing behind me. Mm. And he's like, whoa. The tackler. What is it? He's like, 
Did she just say bow? Mm. I said. Bow, not boo? Bow, like boyfriend? Yes, that is just what she said. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you gay? <laughs> I'm like, no, she's talking about my baby. What do you think, genius? Yes, of course. <laughs> and he's like, you can't be gay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean I can't be gay? <laughs> I'm like, Tell me why. Tell me more. <laughs> and he's like, no, dude, that is so creepy. I'm like, why is it creepy? He's like, dude, like I touched you every single day during school. He's like, I wrestled with you. He's like, I was like all up on you all during school. He's like, I'm so stinking straight. He's like, oh my God, that's gross. And I'm like, the tackler. Why did you wrestle with me? Why did you tackle me every single morning? Is that because you're a cool dude? What'd you think? So at first when he said tackled, I wasn't sure if that was like a euphemism for fucked me every morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> it is now. I thought that was, oh yeah, we, every morning he tackled me, you know, until until we had to go to class, um, until my knees hurt. But at least he shares my taste in men of only dating black men. So I, I, I like him for that. Perfect. Now I see two ways to interpret the story. The first way is at face value, which is this guy who's tackling him is in the closet Mm -hmm. and is uncomfortable because of being in the South with the sexuality. Mm -hmm. But the way I like to interpret it all of a sudden for the first time hearing this (laughs) is that this guy is really actually very straight and every gay person thinks that straight people are gayer than they are. Yes. So I don't necessarily believe that this, that gay grasshopper is on the nose about gay black men. Oh, it there, but there. Wait, there's more. Is there more? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm excited. But that's, I. That's an initial impression. As my, I can talk from experience by saying, the optimism of a gay man hoping another man is gay, is often more optimistic than realistic. Agreed. And yet, the reveal. And yet, there's more. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you have anything to add about this before I, I, I listen? I also, t- I too came to those same real two realizations where at first i was like oh the the tackler whose name we're going to have to crickets out sure we call him the tackler though that's a great nickname anytime he says the tackler just censor over it with the tackler will do (laughs) and He's just grateful to be somebody and be some more because he comes from a gang background and Aww. stuff. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you why did you tackle me every day? The tackler. I said, we need to have this conversation. I said, I'll see you later. I need to talk to you. The tackler. And <laughs> Dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, he's like, oh, I thought you were a cool dude. I was like, okay. I said, elaborate. Go on. He's like, you always helped me in school. He's like, nobody else would tutor me or talk to me or help me. And he's like, you were there. And then he said, the first day at open house, he's like, you were the only person that talked to me Aww. around and about and so on and so forth. And he's like, I just thought we were really good buds. He said, I know we didn't hang out outside of school because we are in two different areas of the city and you don't get out. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Did you ever stop to wonder why I don't get out? And he's like, no. I'm like, I can't get out right now. I work. 
not acceptable for me to get out right now. And he's like, okay. I'm like, so what has changed between then and now? And he's like, you're gay. I said, I was gay then. (laughs) What has changed? And he's like, I guess nothing. I said, so the point is, and he's like, you're a cool dude. I'm like, Thank you. So to this day, I mean, he'll message me on Facebook. He's like, bro, what's up? You know, and, but that is up a until very that point, he was educational lesson. so homophobic up oh. until that point. But because he knew me mm-hmm. then and he not put it in context. my label. Yeah. He was able to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Oh, so they're, fr- they're friends now. Isn't that nice? That's nice. So he isn't gay. He's not. Haha, I knew it. <laughs> oh good well that's good that's it's hey that's how you do it one one tackler at a time right fighting one homophobia tackler at a time is that's, yep that's that's how you break down homophobia you gotta make yourself to look easily time. tackled <laughs> and you you focus on one tackle tackler and for a yeah. year and a half or however long it is you have every morning this tackler fucks you or tackles you i guess until he goes, you know, I guess I don't mind tackling gay people. And then mm-hmm. one step closer to euphoria. Utopia. utopia. <laughs> a utopia euphoria. A u- euphoric utopes. That's the better one. <laughs> well, cool. That's a that's a happy ending for for for, for the potential danger of uh, the homophobia. Yeah, the the constant threat of his life. Yeah. Is that nice? I like to end on a high note. Yeah, you know? especially because last time ended on such a sour, sour note. Grasshoppers molt as well. Oh, no mm-hmm. wonder you have such a kinship. We're very close. So you you hung out with this glass grasshopper, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically just told you his life story. What's your ultimate takeaway from from the glasshopper lifestyle? Well, I mean, usually I hang out with like either crickets. Or locusts sometimes, mm-hmm. and the farmer, obvious. But right. this is the first time I've ever like, um, really like spent a whole night, you know, talking into the wee hours with a southern grasshopper. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great. Very much an Aesop's Fables kind of time. <laughs> Sour grapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the only one I know. Yeah. All the ones with the ass, the talking asses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, wasn't there an episode? This is like a lot of weird <laughs> masturbatory where like you read an Aesop's fable in the background of something else happening. Oh, I don't even remember what happened. Absolutely. That was a weird time in our podcast. I, I, I read so many Aesop's fables in the background. <laughs> true. During that one. I, I think only we were trying to be more ethical like then. Yeah, we were trying to learn about ethics, but we didn't. And we never will. Welcome to another meeting of the Anti-Clockwise Initiative, where we dissect the Mission Master document given to us and try to figure out how to overthrow Mo. Overthrow Mo. Overthrow Mo. I have a FOMO of overthrow Mo. I don't want to not overthrow Mo. Oh, fear of missing out. Got it. Fear of multidimensional organization. Okay, so. <laughs> Wait, that's better. <laughs> we Should have gone with FOMO first. Yeah, what's everything? FOMO.
stupid. <laughs> That's very stupid. So, Cricket, this is page seven. We're on the last section of the document. Nice. Um, you said it was 20 pages. It's 10 pages, I said. Okay. But you don't listen. It's okay. I so, don't know how to count. Yeah, that's true. We'll work on that after the letters. No, we won't. Yeah. We won't do it. Um, Perfect. So this is the document um, part that lists all the Tylers that were fake. Now, when people started calling in saying they were t- also Tyler, it, it raised some suspicions, right? How many Tylers can there truly be? But we thought maybe they're pseudonyms for people who just are fighting for the Tyler side. But what about Tyler? One, the first. Tyler one is real. But we thought all the other Tylers were just people who are using the Tyler pseudonym to get behind a cause. Okay. But unfortunately, a large number of those Tylers were also fake. And here's a list of them. This is an army comprised... Here's the document's words. An army comprised of various Tylers. Overall, less descent in the Tyler ring is compared to Grizzly Wolf Army. Most Tylers are humans, but it's not mandatory. So, the first Tyler, the one that kicked off the whole thing, Tyler 2, fake. Follower of Tyler instigates the Tyler Uprising and the Helter Skelter War. And then it lists that email, which really was the first kickoff of everything. Because Tyler sent in a voicemail, and then this Tyler came out, and then all the other animal emails are coming out. Now, of course, it's revealed they're all fake. But that was the beginning of a lot of time spent reading these emails. Yeah. Tyler Tutu, follower of Tyler, frenzied, zealot, leans towards biblical speech, thinks of Tyler as the one true listener. So this is the one where where there's just tons of Tylers. T1 (laughs) confirms the spelling of Tyler's Tutu name like the ballerina garment. Both T1 and T2 are fine with making change from tip jars. So there's all these notes about us. Oh, yeah, we are fine with that. Yeah, of course. And we even doubled down on that later. Yeah. Now, this is going to break your heart, I think. (gasps) Peter, rail yard security guard, interested in helping the Tylers, is a fake person. God damn it! No one works at the rail yard and listens to our show. It's a trick. That was that was like the most motivating part of being this in this podcast. I know it's really there's no point anymore. That means that no one who is looking at trains is thinking about them fucking. I know, isn't that embarrassing Face for fucking. them that people aren't aware of what's happening? Yeah, it's everyone should be aware that every time you see a train, its face has fucked the face of another train. It's very sad. <sighs> Bart Bart Samson, also not a Tyler name. Fake. Aww. Combination of the biblical Samson and Bart Simpson. Tyler 3, follower of Tyler, trying to get in contact with Dr. Carson and Dr. Berg to join forces. So even they're even using our own OCs, Carson and Berg, against us in this situation. <laughs> Orange County. <laughs> It's just, and it, it keeps listing. I'm, I'm not reading every single thing, but it lists the first date. These things are read on air. It lists like the, it's it's crazy detailed. So we've been punked. We've been absolutely super punked for a Ooh. long time. Super punked. <laughs> oh yeah. Boom. <sighs> I keep saying more... boom and I don't know why. Is that what um, Emerald Lagasse says? I don't know who that is. Okay, cool. Go on. Um, this is the one I think I already read on air, but this is the one that really I tried to drill home to you what was happening. This is from the T-9000 Terminator Tyler that was in binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we read this after the email had been sent, to, so it couldn't have been someone listening in, if that makes sense. Yeah, you taught me how to read um, oh, o O's and I. And the straight maggot I. Yes, yes, exactly. Good memory. 
And there's one last Tyler, and then we're finally done. This is Lady Tyler, who we heard the voicemail from. Yeah. And then it says, had a voice message attacked, used a drunk distorter with a female computer voice. Lady Tyler disputes Moose Goose's claim that Tyler's require NyQuil, saying that all Tyler's have slow speech patterns. Sorry you can understand us so clearly. And then T2, which is you, correctly guesses that Lady Tyler is a robot. Ooh. Yeah. I win that round. Now this reminds me, Moose Goose, they weren't on the list, were they? No. Well, you didn't read them to me, so it depends on if they are on the list and you just chose not to read it to (laughs) me. I I read everyone on the list. So does that mean that Moose Goose is real or do they just not have that category? I don't know. I can't trust that anyone's real. No, I don't even know that you're real. That's the thing, too. There's people like Peter and Bart Sampson, right? Yeah. But there's people who have messaged in, not about the war, like Amazing Grace, some number of Pauls, the florist. So there might be real people, but I don't know. I just don't know anymore. I can't trust that anyone is real listening to this. This sounds like the McCarthy era all over again. I think it is. So this is the completion of the document. I know it's been about three months, but uh, that's, uh, that's what I got one night and... That, that's the list of all the emails that are fake. So if, if you can think of any listeners that sent in that weren't on that list, there might be a chance that we have contact with somebody. Only the florist comes to mind. Yeah. Well, the florist and album art. Yeah. So someone, I mean, it still could be a, the same company, but... <sighs> the thing is, so many of these people have distinct email addresses. <laughs> that's the trick. <laughs> Wait, what's Moose Goose's email? Well, I don't want to say it on air, but it's... Doxing. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's I mean, that's the whole document. Any thoughts? I know i just kind of been kind of reading to you for... Oh, for me? Yeah. I mean, it's not the best story you've ever read to me, but it <laughs> is a long one. And I'm, I'm proud of myself for not falling asleep, but I also am not as confused as I was earlier as... Mm, I would say depressed. You That's have depressed fair. me. Oh well. I think it's unethical. To to send in emails. No, to, to depress me. Oh, I didn't. Obviously. Well, you were so confused before. I feel like I have to really say this very clearly because you weren't getting it. So now I want to make sure I'm I'm not losing you. Now I'm offended. Yeah. So now you're depressed and offended. You're welcome. Which one's more important? You're welcome. Truth. I I ethicized you. You ethicized me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like being baptized, but with ethics. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have an opinion. All right. Well, I guess we'll... Well, All right, then. We'll... we'll I mean, (laughs) I was upset before, but that was like many moons ago. I guess, you know, time heals all moons. That's true. All right. Should we? I guess that's it. (laughs) Sorry to uh, disappoint. No, no. I just wanted to read that. Well, it took you long enough. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, At the risk of making this episode too long... Let's go. I have potentially, I'm trying to incorporate everything you just said. (gasps) 
I have potentially a listener email. Holy now, shit. as we know, our listeners are probably all fake. Yeah. Oh, obviously. But an email came in anyway. And this one, <laughs> it's hard to say if it's fake, but it's a, it's a question that I feel like uh, directly applies to the tale we've also just heard from the gay grasshopper. Oh, that's so crazy and um, serendipitous. Serendipitous. I mean, I'm kind of twisting it, but I think it's reasonable to do. Okay. This one is from Paul, who is a name we've also gotten email from before. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's a different Paul. Don't know if it's a real Paul. All I know is Paul is not on the Mission Master document, so... I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Good. A person A, we're going to call this person the tackler. Yeah. Unprovoked attacks person B, who we call the glasshopper. Oh. The tackler is injured worse than the victim, the the glasshopper. Both people arrive at the hospital at the same time. Oh, wow. They must have been really injured. Yeah. It was a weird attack. You were informed that the attackler attacked the glasshopper. Who would you treat first? Well, who's in more dire straits? Uh, the tackler is, even though he's the attackler. So the um, the tackler, although the instigator of violence, is in critical condition. Mm-hmm. Where the glasshopper is in stable condition. Yes. We're assuming. I, they both need treatment. I think the idea is... In this triage, if you maybe you can only save, well, I don't know. It's the question is posed exactly this way. I think there could be some more nuance to make it a little bit more life threatening. But I think the main idea is: Do you prioritize saving a victim who is less um, potentially violent than you know what I mean than somebody who is in worse straits but who has a worse temperament? I mean, I get where they're coming from, but. As a doctor, I feel like one would want to treat the person in more critical condition, regardless of whether they are good or bad, based on the severity of their injuries yes. and the need to to stave off death. Because if the tackler is closer to death than Glasshopper, mm-hmm. then they, it is imperative to rob death of a new victim. Right. And this is the same thing where I get the the idea being I, you're absolutely right, and I think that's what doctors are trained to do. <laughs> I don't know. I've never trained to be a doctor. I've only trained once, and I failed, and so that's why I'm a PI. But I uh, <laughs> I think that uh, the idea being that's that that the tackler like is inherently a worse person because of a moment in time when they used to act, <laughs> and I think that's a fallacy that our society has in general, and I think that's the idea. That needs to be shut off here, which is that because somebody acted badly once, therefore that person is worse, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think, I don't know the and kinds of fallacies. And less deserving of saving from death. Right, exactly. So yeah, obviously you save person, you attend to person A's more dire wounds. But yeah. consider why you think person A, the tackler, is more deadly or dangerous who knows maybe the glasshopper threw 40 furious blows the previous <gasps> night and he's getting revenge oh you don't know I what's going it. on yeah no one knows you don't no ever one knows know anything, anything. <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously anyway i just thought just in in the off chance that paul is real in the off chance anyone's real 
let us know you're real, and I'll assume you're not. It's so hard to know anymore. Wait, you're going to assume? Okay, if Paul were to write back and say, just with I am real, period, you would be like, <laughs> obviously not a real person. <laughs> I just need your social, and then that'll give me a better indication. <laughs> also, Mother's Maiden, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please and thanks. And Mother's phone number, just in case she's lonely. Oh. <laughs> just to give her a call for her birthday. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Paul probably forgot. Probably probably Paul's like, oh, mom's birthday oh, was last not week. Not again. And then he calls. I'll call an apolo- ap- I'll, polo- I'll apologize. And. <laughs> sorry. And I'll say sorry. He was in the hospital. He attacked somebody unprovoked. Unfortunately, we couldn't save him. He was a bad person. Because <laughs> you're a doctor. Because I'm a doctor now. Not licensed. P-I-H-D is what my official acronym is. Private investigator to hunt dogs. <laughs> to, to, to help uh, do- disarm. Dis- yep. Yep. Disarm yep. moms. And then when he calls her to wish her belated, you pick up the phone. Oh, he's like, like, oh, I got it covered, Jeff? Paul. Thanks. <laughs> also, I'm going to be your new dad. <laughs> <laughs> or should I say son? Oh. Uh, well, hey, son. Hey, son. That's such a nice story. Yeah. Thank you for the nice story. You're welcome. And you're welcome, Paul. The fake person, probably. <laughs> you're so paranoid now. I, I am. I'm absolutely paranoid. I mean, I with For good reason? reason? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would argue. I mean, only, Bobby, yeah. I think we're totally within our right to assume that everyone's fake and nothing is real everything's fake nothing Nothing is is real real. (sighs) all right well you can email us at everythingspodcast at gmail.com everything's great nothing is wrong.com and um Uh, how's your mom doing jeff is (laughs) interested.com that's a dot org dot dot net organization but it is a network <laughs> <laughs> i like to network with moms yeah <laughs> is your mom lonely <laughs> write in and give give your soch and your mom's maiden name and uh well the maiden name's easier to network wide. with i go wait yeah. aren't you jessica maiden name and then she go oh yeah. you knew me before i was married mm-hmm. yeah we went to dark school together mm-hmm. you know or whatever yeah, they say yeah 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 It'll be um, more, conf- you know. I mean, it won't remind him of their ex-husband. Yeah, obviously, to harken back to a time prior to Paul's birth, it's gonna get her so hot and bothered. <laughs> I used to be young and sexy. Now, like Paul came out, and everything's ruined. And then you're gonna rub your wings against each other. Mm, oh wait, that's just uh, you're in the wrong species again. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, whatever you guys do instead. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. I They say the end is coming soon. Listen up on Audio Boom. Send your last words to the dot com. Everything's great. Nothing is wrong. 
for all of you who listen to Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. That's right, Podcast Republic. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app and I love it. I can search for all the podcasts I want to listen to and select into my favorite zone and then just have them all click away because they're my favorites. Make sure you set everything's great, nothing is wrong as a favorite podcast so you don't miss any new episodes from the future or the past from us, Jeff and Cricket. On Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, available to you Android users in the Podcast Republic app.